right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is Selected Series, Episode 7. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you tuned in to our last episode. Um, so for today, as you can tell by the title of this video, we're here. Um, I've got my co-host, David. Hey, guys. What's up? Got my co-host, Renee, a.k.a. Disco. What up, guys? And yeah, we're here with Eric and Garden. Say hello, guys. Hi. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks for having us, guys. Thank you guys for coming over, man. Dude, I've been looking forward to this Me too. forever. <laughs> David talks yeah. about it every other All, day. Every, <laughs> no, I make swear. Any more nervous. Yeah, no, they're uh, no, no, they're an no, inspiration to me you. for sure. Like thanks, uh, this is goals for me, like for sure. Yeah, yeah. The Rancho Life. The Rancho Life. <laughs> oh, we got to hashtag that. <laughs> it's already hashtagged. Oh. <laughs> no, my cousin from Mexico is like, oh, Rancho Life. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then I clicked on it, and it's actually a thing. Yeah. So yeah you, gotta, you guys live now in Morongo. We're in Morongo right now. Uh, how long have you guys been out here? Uh, yeah, just to paint the picture and kind of lay of the land, we got um, five acres here in Morongo Valley um, about two months ago. And yeah, we're just slowly developing the land right now. We have about a half an acre of tomato production, and uh, it's right in between uh, Yucca Valley and Joshua Tree. So, half an acre up there, five acres here, and we're just, I, you know, I maybe got in over our heads a little bit. You know, it's a lot of work, man. I saw this morning uh, that you were talking about or showing us the melons. Yeah, man. Yeah, we. I, I went over to my sister's today, uh, Randy. She's she's awesome. She's got half an acre, and she's pretty much been doing it on her own. Um, yeah, I can see. And then my brother-in-law, which is her man, uh, John, he opened up a tattoo shop in Alaska, but he comes down for a week, you know, and every time he comes down, he's in the garden, just plugging Putting away. in work? Yeah, putting in work, man. So they've been kind of taking over that um, right now as we're getting, um, you know, this this property off the ground so sweet and stuff, so that's pretty cool so you got some you got some help right i mean uh you you mentioned how you know it could be a lot but um you got you got some help you got some extra hands helping you out so yeah 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 definitely and here i mean yeah and that's where it gets hard it's because here uh we got coda too or you know our two and a half year old and so sure. he's running around and anytime he hears the tractor fire up he's just like tractor tractor yeah. tractor and so <laughs> he's like in my lap and i'm like trying to you know that's, that's pretty that's cool. Yeah. No, that's neat because, I mean, he's catching on and he's seeing what you guys are, are all about. So. so with that being said, I mean, you know, let's talk about what we all kind of are here for is how you guys started and, you know, and let's go from there. Yeah. Um, Whose idea was it? Was it? I don't know. I, I, hear, I hear it was yours. Was it? So it don't was and then it wasn't like I had mentioned a few times over the, the time that we've been together that I want a ranch and then he's also always wanted to be a cowboy so <laughs> he's like am I a cowboy I'm like I, no I just joke around like am I a cowboy you know what I mean she's like do you own a cow step one but then no I mean there's a lot to like how we why we wanted to do it yeah. um, it was more of like so I've always mentioned it and then he was like looking into farming um, because he started like a garden in the backyard of where we lived in San Bruno, which there was only like not like, even I don't even know. It's probably like ten feet of yeah, dirt. Yeah, ten. <laughs> ten it was probably like ten by and five. And yeah. he created like a hydroponics, like a do-it-yourself pond, and then I don't know. It was very makeshift for sure. And I, it was yeah. already when I had Coda when he did that, 
and I don't know, just he did that, and then he realized he really liked it too. And I was actually getting outside because yeah. postpartum depression's really good. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So I think yeah, we started doing. Um, you know, it just kind of caught my interest. I was going to um, to school for photography, and I was just kind of like. I don't think I really need a bachelor's degree you like for t- photography you know what I mean yeah, I was doing right. lots of film photography so I kind of taught myself how to develop film I was enlarging it at my at her house and all this stuff and then um but then I started gardening and it was like I started harvesting like I think it was um chard and lettuce and strawberries and I was like dude like this is like this is kind of awesome you know yeah. and at the same time garden was like oh i'm on a ranch you know and I was let like, me <laughs> let me uh for the listeners let me put yeah. this in perspective is this after you came back from deployment yeah 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 so let let kind of fill fill us in on like yeah so i i served in the army um 2010 to 2014 active uh 2000 i was stationed in hawaii and then 2011 2012 uh I deployed to Afghanistan, um, and then when I got out in 2014, uh, Garden and I were already dating. Like, um, I was in, I was going to school at SF State. Yeah. 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 For so. what? For psychology. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so we we got back, and I was like, oh, okay, um, like I, I, you know, time to move up to the bay. So went out to the bay, um, and then. Yeah, and then that's when all this stuff started happening. You know, I was just. You think you think because uh, I was talking to Garden earlier, and she was talking about how um, this has been a a great thing um, that has helped her mental state. Yeah. The whole gardening thing. You think that was done on purpose, or or was just kind of just happen? Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I like now that I've been into it for three or four years or whatever. Like, I've seen like. Like st- I've seen what the VA is trying to do and like get into ag- and like there's there's real benefits to like for veterans with PTSD or wow. yeah like to to go out and farm and say so I don't I just know what it did for me man it was um, you know our 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 deployment was pretty kinetic you know it was we were gonna, it was it was pretty intense you know it was off and on so I worked I was a medic um, a little more background so I think half of wow. my deployment was working in the aid station and the other half was like a jump medic doing resupply runs so oh, okay. we'd go out and um yeah do these resupply runs and it was just like every other mission was just you're where were you de- wow. where were you stationed we, we we're we were deployed to um uh in afghanistan we we're in eastern afghanistan uh like i think what was it south of kabul and in, in jalalabad so i was running up um uh, Jalalabad, uh, we'd go from there to Bostick, and that was, you know, one of the gnarliest fucking spots wow. out there. You know? Give them a, what's that place where they made that, uh... Oh, Restrepo. So it's, it's like... similar to oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was... Seen that. Yeah, yeah, that movie. So that was, if, like, we would do most of our Jeez. missions going up um, the Kunar River and following that all the way up. Wow. And then off the Kunar River, um, you know, you go, you go left and that was the Pesh, and that was going up to Blessing, and Restrepo was already shut down, and it was just, yeah, man, it sucked, but it was right, and the thing that really sucked, it was right next to Pakistan, so the Taliban would just hop back and forth because we couldn't touch them in Pakistan, so they were like, okay, let's go fuck them up today, and yeah. then we'll run back when we start getting fucked, you know? Yeah, so. 
So after all that intensive stuff, did you, um, the Veterans Coalition, how did that help you? Um, yeah. Yeah. So that, you, you came back, you came back with some like PTSD, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can you, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Like, did you have, um, maybe like some night, some crazy. Yeah. I think I, I had like night terrors and then, uh, you know, like a lot of that, I think uh, you, you guys want to hear a funny story. Yeah. Right, so, so, so I guess I was having night terrors one night and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, says it all. <laughs> so she like, she wakes me up like, Oh my God, Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, like, what the, what the fuck happened? You know, like just, you know, was, I was, and, and I look over and then she's just I was like yeah I'm, I'm good and she just slaps the shit out of me and I was like yo like what was that for and she's like that's for cheating on me in my dream <laughs> oh, and I was like really it got his mind off of it right oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. that psychology yeah. Uh, degree came in no comment so had, had somebody told you like about farming and how um, like psychologically it was it was it was no. a benefit or is that just something you tried and you learned for yourself? I think it's something that kind of happened naturally. Okay. It was, um, yeah. So I, uh, you know, when I started the, the garden that we were talking about in the backyard, yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I wonder if there's something more to this. Like, I wonder if there's any internships or like any, anything out there. And then I just like hit the lottery, just got super lucky. So there's an internship open for a veteran at a farm in San Jose, you know, that okay. was yeah. like, dude, it was like, was that in your, was that in your area or it was, it was probably 30 minutes South of us, okay. 30, 45 minutes, you know, and yeah. depending on Bay area traffic, you know, maybe six days. So, so how long were you there? Um, so yeah, so I went and, you know, met up with the guys, Matt Smiley. And, um, I think my buddy Dustin was there and, uh, you know, before I knew these guys and they're like, yeah, I do like, come on, you know? So I started as an intern and from there I was just kind of learning the basics, dude. Like, you know, just what, like, you know, how to pick a tomato, you know what I mean? Like we've all seen tomato, but yeah, like how to pick them and then basil. And then, um, I, I think that's one, I think plant that it will always stay with me is the smell of like basil. I always kind of take me back to that first kind of time, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, dude. So it's kind of cool. And then, um, we started doing, you know, I was, I was, uh, as an intern, I was like, dude, we should, like, try to develop this more. And then so Matt and I, you know, we sat down. We're like, yeah, dude, like, let's do it. You know, I think we got, like, super drunk one night, like, at the farm. Like, yeah. they had a farm stand, man. And I was like, yeah, it was, you know, we good got. Times. Yeah. Having a good time. Yeah, dude. We, and I think that that kind of, like, that night, like, kind of escalated, like, what we were really trying to do. And so couple months go by you know matt pre he presents it to the founder like hey i think this is like something we should totally do yeah let's go for it so um they they hired me on as the assistant farm manager um we leased like it was i think it was for free you know from jacob's farm del cabo um we we got like 10 acres from them and then Kubota, the tractor company they uh lended us a tractor and it was just dude, all the seeds were free um like it was it was cool man it was like really kind of you know we were like wow we're actually doing this so 
Um, we, you know, what, we, what year was this in? This was 2016, 2017. Was it 2016? 2016. Yeah, 2016, 2017. So they were providing the, the supply for you guys to just, yeah. to just farm and, and um, yeah, and, and to train other veterans. And that was like, that was the whole mission of it. It was like, dude, like, cause Matt, he was a, a combat medic too. And okay. so we kind of had similar stories, you know, so we were able to kind of like, and I was like, oh shit, you know, like, you know, that's something to bond with. And I think yeah. that that helped more than the actual like farming and stuff. Cause there's something just about working in the dirt and, For and sure. chilling, you know? And, yeah. um, and so, you know, when we were like, we got to work together and then you got to talk shit. We, we, we were able to connect in a way that like most people can't, you know what I mean? Like having a deployment, you know what I mean? And like going yeah. through that and shit like that. And then you come back to civilian life and it's a whole different ball game, man. You're like, Holy fuck. Like, you know, like we have it really fucking good here in America. Right. It's it's an eye opener, dude, to like be able to go to the local like convenience store and pick up some beer and some you know whatever, man. Without like, having soda. to watch your back or something. Yeah, dude. Without having to, but even the convenience of having like running water in your house. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? A place to like take a dump and yeah. flush it and it disappears. Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Like. So you, you gotta know. you saw a different aspect of life and of, and, and how yeah. people how to, you know live and maintain and, and yeah make things work for them yeah can you give us a, a like that phrase uh keep your head on a swivel like wh- where did that come from like how did um that that fr- that's just kind of like always look around man it, you know ne- you never fucking you you know what i mean because it's just constant dude like there and that's where like the anxiety and like everything else at like veterans face because you just like you don't know when shit's gonna pop off you yeah. know what i mean and you go like a week without anything happening and then all of a sudden you're like mid conversation like this and all of a sudden yeah. and you're like F- okay you know yeah. so you kick it in gear so keeping your head on a swivel is just always Jeez. like that you know Jeez. like you're just always on your toes and ready like no matter what like your rifle shouldn't be more than like an arm's reach away you know just kind of shit like that like right. you're, you're always kind of ready so it's like we can have this conversation then you can jump in to do what you got to do you know yeah yeah so, so uh garden you you had mentioned how you wanted um you know the ranch life so how did you feel about eric getting into um the farming and it, it seems like it all was just making sense at one point um i I don't. I mean, I was like, "Yeah, go for it. <laughs> right. I can do it." <laughs> yeah. Did you notice a difference? Oh yeah. There, like mm-hmm. with Eric. Mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, I did, what? especially through his sleep. I wasn't seeing him like <laughs> moving around a lot. I guess knowing, like, I can tell when he's having a dream, like yeah, a bad yeah. dream, and I saw that slowly decrease. Nice. So you saw that it was therapeutic for him. When did you start noticing it was therapeutic for you? I mean, I haven't been farming for as long as Eric has, um, so I don't know. I want to say like when we moved on to the farm in our trailer, like also like that's when it started. Oh you yeah, know, kind of feeling like yeah, a sense. You, you, you need <laughs> to get yeah, into that. Life. Yeah, let's talk about the trailer this. life. Because that's that's when I started following you guys. Like that's when you guys popped into my social. Feed, yeah, yeah, my feed. <laughs> yeah. Um, you guys just gutted a trailer and yeah man we uh like where do you guys live like where was that at we that was in at the farm in san jose so oh okay yeah. that was all at san jose okay yeah dude sense. so when we started the farm like the the farm stand he's like hey man like he's like you know you guys can like live like on the farm I and mean, it was weird dude because nice. we're like we're it was like 
an urban setting. You know what I mean? So you look everywhere, like there's just suburban area everywhere you look. And then you look out this way and it's just like country. And you're like, what the fuck? So I think it was the largest urban farm in the U.S. It was 180 acres right smack dab in the middle of suburbia. And so, you know what I mean? So you see it like you're just looking out this way and you're like, oh, so country and farm. And then you, I just can't, I just keep, you know, trying to wonder what the neighbors thought, you know, (laughs) (laughs) you see this trailer. So yeah, they, they were like, Hey, you guys can move on here, man. No rent, no nothing. And I, like, I think Arden was pregnant at the time. And I already had Coda. Did you? Okay. So she already had Coda, but he was just like a baby man, like a couple months old at, at most. Yeah. And I was like, it like, you just had a joke and like, yeah, yeah, we, well, we can just move on to the farm and trade. She's like, for real? So I was like, yeah, they said we could. She's like, well, what the fuck are we doing? Where did you guys, where'd you guys <laughs> yeah. pick up the trailer? We got, we got like my, my mom, I, I asked my mom cause they had like a, like a nice, like 40 foot, like, like trailer that they, that they had since, you know, I was like a teenager or something. And, um, she was yeah, her, her and my stepdad I was like hey can we like rent it from you you know what I mean we'll just live on in it for a little bit as we're doing this and she was like you know what we don't ever use it like you guys can just have it shit. so I was like oh shit alright <laughs> so we did that we just kind of gutted the inside and, and remodeled it um, and it was kind of like for me it was like I, I was used I've been used to like living tiny you know what I mean like I lived out of a bag for four years and it was just you know, didn't really carry much or have anything, you know, just, um, I was kind of used to it, but, but then it was like coming kind of transitioning back into civilian life and then having a house and like, you start filling the house with shit that you don't really need. You know what I mean? And like, that was like, I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm going right back into this shit, you know, like I was, and so, um, was it hard for you? Was it hard for you garden to transition, transition into the tiny lifestyle? No, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because we went from paying like three thousand in rent. That's not even including utilities to Jeez. not paying rent or utilities. This was in the, in the Bay, right? This was in the Bay Area, yeah. And then I also lived with like ten siblings my whole life, most of my life. So it was yeah. like, oh, whatever. <laughs> this yeah. is luxury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> moments, peace. <laughs> Did you guys know anyone else, um, like, kind of in the similar situation, like, living uh, in an RV? Just Instagram. Yeah, that's oh, what, okay. I think we, it was crazy seeing the movement on Instagram. Like, okay. I didn't, because, I mean, I never heard of, like, tiny living and all, like, yeah. all of this stuff until, and then I started following the hashtag on Instagram. And I was like, holy crap, like, people are doing cool. this, man. We like, were, this yeah. is What is that hashtag? Like, tiny living. Tiny living. Cool. It was, like, once we started living it was like barely happening yeah, like people yeah. just like saying fuck this house like yeah. let's sell it let's move oh, it yeah. <laughs> is that tied in with like minimalism yeah yeah, oh, yeah dude it's nice. like there, there's a whole movement of guys to like converting sprinter vans or just regular rvs and they're moving yeah like, like van oh. life yeah dude. So, well, so, what so. kind of advice would you give people that are trying to make that transition into the tiny living because i mean now you guys have your yeah. pretty big space here right yeah yeah so i i would my my biggest thing is what what we did is we were remodeling it while we like while we lived in it mm. i would say do that first like get it done do what you want take the time and get it right and then move into it you yeah know don't I mean? move out of your parents home until you get it right <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, also like yeah. you have to be willing to get rid of a lot of shit yeah. like yeah. there's a lot of you guys don't understand how much everybody like hoards stuff and yeah. then you're like where the fuck did all this stuff yeah. come from yeah. like and when you're moving into a trailer you don't have that much space yeah. Yeah. so you how did, have how to, did like, you get rid of stuff 
I just I was happily like fine like I don't care like this is too much this is too much stuff for yeah, me yeah. it was like easy and you I knew all you needed like yeah. I just need this yeah. and mm-hmm. that's it that was yeah. I got, yeah I got yeah. a U-Haul and just loaded it up yeah, and went to the dump no, yeah, like, you didn't yeah. have any emotional like baggage with any of your I, stuff. I think like, I did with like a, like not not that much. You know what I mean? There there's a couple things, and I was just like, ah, oh, just just do it, just do it. Yeah. Like, I even go, got go. rid of like personal like yeah. photo journals that I had since I was like in high school. I was like, fuck this, like I don't need it. Uh, <laughs> but I kind of regret it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't have any photos yeah. of my youth, and now oh. I threw those away. So I was like, that was kind of dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you can make new memories now. Yeah, exactly. just hack into your old MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even find it. I tried. I use like a fake email to open MySpace. <laughs> That's hilarious. So, besides, like any advice you'd give to people, was there any advice that was given to you throughout, um, the, throughout that journey? No. Yeah, like, do you guys have any mentors? Kind of just, like, on your own, the, like, on the farm or anything like that? No. No, it's just, no, you know, we just, yeah, just, just send it, bro. Balls yeah. to the wall. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hashtag. We did, man. Balls to the wall. We just went for it. We you you guys have had that just mentality for, for, for a minute now, though, huh? Yeah, fuck Eric. it. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Like, just got the fucking mentality, bro. <laughs> just go. You know? Yeah, that's challenging. Like, not a lot of people would be down to do that. Like, one let go of their things and two like you know live in a tiny space like that so it definitely you know I props to that because that's super challenging and like Eric literally has fuck it tattooed on his chest so that's gotta. like his motto hey, you like, gotta live it, by it but I mean it's like it's it. like have you guys ever had that feeling where it's like you know you have to do something yeah like and you're like and, and you're like kind of you're afraid to do it you know yeah, what I mean and you're just day. like yeah. I just I have to do it and yeah. that's that's what the fuck it means to me Ooh. and it was like it's me and my boys like a couple of us we got it tattooed because it was like dude like when you're in like a shitty situation and you're like, I have to do that. Like I have to get out of the truck. I have to go run and grab this dude. Like while people are shooting at you, you know what I mean? You just got to fuck it. Let's go. Let the cards fall where they fall, man. Like, just send it you know i don't think anybody can really like it's hard man it's it's hard to like even understand what you're saying yeah Yeah, because i didn't understand i thought i was like (laughs) fucking deployed and i was like yeah dude like this is gonna be somebody badass and this and that dude and the first like tick we got in i was like this isn't what this is not fun yeah (laughs) you know like this is not you like it really does like you find out who you are man you know that kind of reminds me of you guys ever seen saving private ryan there's that one guy that he's just like walking through with the bullets and like fuck it he's just like walking back and forth not giving a fuck yeah (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's some good advice man to live by because some people you know you know they're content with their office job and you know it takes it takes some advice for them sometimes to just say like fuck it you do man because i mean life's short dude like if you right. know we can you're gonna lay on your deathbed and you're gonna wonder like dude dude like you know what i mean like you're gonna think about your life and be like dude i wish i would have taken that chance i right. wish i would have done this yes, i sir. wish i would have i mean because at the end of the day man you can still go get a nine-to-five job you can go yeah, work at right. mcdonald's whatever dude like if right. you got dreams or passions or whatever you want to do like there's just go just go just do it man just serve you know how does that how does that um relate to you garden that you are here and um you got coda can you can you give us a little bit of insight on that like the fuck it 
Yeah. <laughs> no, um, that's what we teach yes, son. Because, <laughs> um, because now you're a wife of a farmer, like, and you're a farmer yourself. Mm-hmm. How does your daily? Because this is your nine to five. This is your office space. It's more than a nine to five. It's a twenty four seven. Yeah. Yeah. No, but um, I guess I, my question wasn't formulated correctly. Um, how do you feel about this whole thing? Like about farming? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I I really enjoy it. It's just really freaking hard. It is really hard, especially when you have a toddler. And you're, like, worried about them picking up boulders or something. Because he's strong. He can literally pick a boulder and there's a fucking snake there. Or scorpion. Like, Gary keeps coming across snakes. I don't even know how the hell he keeps coming across (laughs) snakes. He's outside all the time, man. Yeah, and I, like, it's literally, like, kind of been, like, a, a mental game. Like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, like me constantly worrying about a child but I'm also like oh fuck I need to go outside and like worry about my plants you know like or help Eric out so I'm running back and forth back and forth back and forth back and forth and I don't know just it's 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 definitely a mental game like it's a test to your mental health for sure and I think it's good too because it kind of it forces you because there it's uh, like it's easy especially like I mean when we're living at the house and I had depression like Dude, I was 75 pounds heavier. You know what I mean? And I was like... Oh, oh my God. Yeah, dude. I was big. I was a big one. <laughs> you need to post that photo. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. Find, find, so was that just... That was in the U-Haul truck, huh? Because yeah. of a lot photo. less... Because of a lot less activity. Just, oh, yeah. Just kind of... Spinal surgery, so that um, didn't okay. help. Yeah. Yeah. He was just kind of like... Oh, that's another chilling story. Back. I don't know. Oh, that yeah, was, yeah. That's <laughs> a scary story, <laughs> man. Yeah, dude. So, so what got you out of that? Um, that's slump. That 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 was, that was it was farming because so, yeah. like now you're forced to kind of be outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like you're working, it's it's physically demanding. Like you're, it's not easy work by any means, dude. So if people are seeing this and they're like, dude, that looks so awesome, right. like you know, like it looks so rad, like it's so like kind of easy. It's not easy. easier said than done. It is, man, because there's a lot of planning that has to go into it. You have to know the seasons, like yeah. you know when to plant stuff, when to get it in the ground, how to how to start them. How to do all that stuff is it harder with this heat with the heat we have oh, out here yeah. oh yeah definitely that, how does that you know play a role like? so I mean this year like I said before we got my sister Randy um, you know all the tomatoes at her place and we got some right here too but um, so uh, it's take okay. a bite Rick I already ate yeah. two of them you know I, I, I was like with the amount of tomatoes we we planted I was expecting to have way more and it's just the heat just kind of, but we also planted them super late and so and we didn't do a lot of soil prepping either yeah. that was a big thing we didn't do soil there prep <laughs> yeah what are the seasons down here uh, this is this is California is a Mediterranean type of a yeah a desert that's well, really good what is it Juice. like a temple What's that word? Uh, this is the best tab I've ever had. We're a zone 9B, so that means... Oh, okay. Feel it. I need to learn <laughs> this. So what that means that we can farm, like, almost year-round, except for, like, the hottest months, which can really, like, mess up your plants. But we can still farm through the winter. Yeah. 
Because it's not that cold. Because it's not that cold and it's manageable, yeah. Yeah, because once you're done with, like, once the frost comes in and, you know, it freezes the leaves and everything, that's when everything dies out. Yeah. Yeah. So can you, you cover the, the plants? Yes, you, you can. You can do that, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. There's season extensions where you can get these, like, caterpillar tunnels. Yeah, and, or you can use, like, hay to, like, keep it warm. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but, the, yeah, if you get, you know, the, the, the tunnel, like, around it, you can keep the warmth in, like, through the night so it doesn't... You know, frost. Yeah, frost. tomato. It's really good. That was the it's best good, tomato. It's really good. <laughs> really really good juicy. Don't you lie to me. <laughs> yeah, we, tried. we should do some ASMR. Can you, can, you, can you tell us how you guys, um, the process that you did? For the, yeah, can for you take us into, into like your daily routine or into your daily routine? Oh, dude, I wish I had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're just kind of like. No, but the, the system the, <laughs> yeah. the system that you were telling me the other day about how you, um, well, the watering. So oh. so we try, we're try we trying out uh, dry farming with these tomatoes. And dry farming, what it does is, um, I mean, it, it, it kind of started in the Bay Area um, because, uh, you know, coastal Santa Cruz area. Um, and they, you know, they get the tomatoes started and they would water them, you know, until they're about a foot, a foot and a half foot high. And then they cut the water to them. And so there's enough moisture out there um, to for the for the to to keep the plant alive but what the roots do is they end up like just diving straight down like just soup going super deep searching for water and it strains the plant and it makes uh the plant produce these tomatoes that are just super sweet so that's where the 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 flavor comes from is because we stress our plants out they're already super stressed out here but we have to keep watering them but the way we water them is like once a week, you know what I mean? Sometimes when it's super hot, we'll do twice a week, and we're just really careful about how much we water them. And then you'll uh, see sometimes when we don't have it right, you'll see splitting in a couple of them, and that's a little too much water, you know what okay. I mean? So, you know, we're trying to keep it down, and that make, and it just makes all the sugars and everything just really concentrate and yeah. just delicious tomato, I think. That was good. The one I have was super Ooh. sweet. Yeah, yeah, me too. Juicy. Why are these smaller than the ones you find at a grocery store? Uh, they're they're like a cocktail tomato, but it it also has to do with how we grow them. Okay. We're stressing it out so much; it's going to produce less tomatoes, okay. and they're going to be smaller, but they're going to have that flavor. You know what I mean? Instead of like some watered down. Yeah, tomato, you don't you know? taste storm anything market, at it. Yeah, store market. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of meaty and just kind of yeah. You know, uh, what else do you guys grow? And and um, what do you what else are you looking forward to? To so growing. we're we're trying to get, you know, like out, out here on our property, you can't really, you know, it's just kind of barren. But there's a lot of brush. We got all the brush out, and now we're going to start bringing in compost, and we're going to fill that whole acre right there with just compost, just okay. just like dump. soil prepping. Yeah, so we're kind of okay. soil prepping right now, but we're going to start getting into growing carrots, um, cabbage, lettuce, nice. um, asparagus. Um, uh, bok choy beets nice i'll get radishes man we're just gonna go just try to grow as much as we can now you know what are you guys gonna do for pest control pest control is gonna (laughs) we got a couple dogs we just got (laughs) there you go go. but when it comes to the insects man um you know we like when when you're farming organic we're not certified yet but that's all that's that's just how we grow personally um yeah but you know you it's like introducing ladybugs to fight the aphids and you're you're finding like the ways that nature kind of 
counter reacts like flowers as well flowers really help with pest control Mm -hmm. because they attract the good predators and then the bad predators and the good predators are going to eat the bad predators uh, what's a good and what's a bad ladybugs are like the best yeah Yeah. so ladybugs ladybugs kill what they kill the aphids like the oh, aphids no. are a huge problem because they're like these tiny little bugs that literally suck the life out of your plants. Yeah, they'll eat them and stuff, and and it's just yeah, you can just it just look like um like I don't like they're it, like green little yeah. bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah they're so they're super annoying. You mentioned uh, things that like fly and cucumber beetles yeah cucumber beetles there's there's so many different kinds man and then it even comes off like sometimes you just got to get gloves on and go rip them like take all the bugs off by hand dude and when you're dealing with like thousands and thousands of plants like holy crap you know do you guys have to trim the plants as well and and stuff like that to Uh, like get like more sunlight or no not really no no just let them grow yeah we just kind of let them like pruning them, them you mean yeah, yeah that's what, that's yeah, what we, can, we can like, prune them and stuff we'll like, do that yeah the there. fruit yeah like so that it get bushier i don't know <laughs> you mentioned um uh, not being certified what what goes into to being certified um so they want to see it's you know three years of land history mm-hmm. so you got to go so with us we just have to get like the other owner it, like no one was doing anything on this land so it was yeah. very land so yeah nobody's we, been living here for i don't even know how long yeah okay so and then it's you know, does you, that help? Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it makes it a lot easier. Oh, okay. You know what I mean. But if like someone else is farming and they weren't certified organic, right. and you know, like if they don't have proof to what they used, like for those last three years, mm-hmm. like they, you're starting from scratch. Like you have a transition period now where it's going to take you three years to get certified because they want to make sure that all of the pesticides and everything else is kind of like flushed out of the soil. You know as best as it can so yeah is that is being certified a requirement to get your um to get your food into like a grocery store and stuff like that no no oh, okay it's definitely not you know but the the price point is more um you know that's the benefit to it because mm. it, it's it's a lot more physical demanding what well, i mean if you're doing conventional farming dude like it's super it's not super easy but you can just kind of go out there and play spray herbicide and then you know and you go out there and you spray pesticide and you don't have to worry about anything and cool it just grows shit. and harvest it, you know, so. And then, the, I mean, I don't, I personally, I don't want to grow anything that I have to put poison on and then right. give it to somebody. Right. Like that, I, that's just not. I wish everybody thought like that. I right? know, right? <laughs> It's like, that's literal poison, you know, so. So, so where does your, where does you guys' uh, like product go to? Uh, right now, we're just kind of it's it's more like experimental, you know okay. what I mean. So we're we're working on getting into farmers markets and, and so there you go, yeah. nice. for sure. Is that the the ultimate goal? The ultimate goal, yeah. And then we're we're actually uh, we're actually thinking about sort of opening up a farm stand right here, you, you know, yeah, so yeah. people can come over and you know right. have some music so, and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, let me know if you need a DJ. Yeah, I'll dude. Come, for I'll come real. Right now. So what were you gonna do with the? Uh, <laughs> From you were gonna have people come over and have dinner. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We want to do like farm to table dinners too. Yeah. You know, like you know, kind of. I would, yeah, I would love to have like events here, like weddings and stuff. Yeah, event here. So for yeah. someone who wants a farm wedding. I mean, because that goes into <laughs> yeah. like this the yeah. small farm cool. stuff is like you you know you really have to make the most of it. You know, we I I think we live in a beautiful place. You know, so it's like 
dude, if we could do a sick little like wedding venue and then, you know, you yeah, have to, see that. you know, cause it's a business. Like we, we have a mortgage, we got bills, we got to pay. Like we have right. to like start seeing money right. know, come in like off of this. And that's, that's cool, man. And this is like, I feel like people are having, uh, I've been seeing it more and more like farm style weddings, but this is actually like, you know, a farm and actual farmers having it. Like you don't really see much of that. At least I don't. Yeah. So that's yeah. more, um, you know, like, exposure to that culture. Right. Like all yeah. That. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's cool. So speaking of, I'm just kind of going back to the product. Uh, Chef Wu was like, "Hey man, uh, I would love to like have oh, all yeah. their product Hi, like Gabe. talking, <laughs> right, you know, like right. he so just throw it's it such a there. small community <laughs> that everybody." I is, used to work it, with him at Jow. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, he was small world. He was selling. He us. was like a brother. Oh, an annoying yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, See, what he said about you was that you guys had like a good rapport, so that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. that's cool. Yeah, but then maybe your stuff can go into all the real fancy restaurants yeah. out here that yeah. want to oh, yeah. just mess with organic to stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. That's I mean, that's art. Yes. Well, to make a lot of something like this, right? Yeah. It's to connect, uh, build connections, build relationships. So. Yeah. yeah, and those that are listening, you know, don't don't feel weird. Hit them up, you know. Hit everybody yes. that Please. that we're talking to is really open to making connections and making. If if it makes money, it makes sense. Right. So oh. let's just let's just keep pushing that way, and I I, I think we'll build a really good community and a, a nice little environment for everybody to grow. Yes, sir. that's right. Tell yeah, definitely. I mean, if there's if you guys out there, you know, if there's something you guys want grown, like come talk to us. Like we're, yeah, you know, yeah. right now we're doing our planning schedule and <clears throat> getting everything kind of locked in. So, what goes into that? Because you have to grade the land, you have to slope it, you have to water it, you have to. Um, yeah. You said you were gonna build a a, a shade structure. Yeah, all kinds. Of, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it, it really goes into like right now. I'm gonna like now I get uh, I'm gonna kind of wait on the shade the shade structure until the yeah. end of the the fall winter season. Okay. You know what I mean, because um, you you won't be in under the heat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. The sun's not gonna be too harsh, and you know. So, but what goes into it is like you got to find out like what is you know like what seasons and and when to plant like how long. So each kind of seed in each plant has like a harvest date to it. So when you put it in the ground, you know what I mean? If it's 60 days or whatever, so then you can start planning um, like how far, you know, okay, so I'm going to start harvesting at the end of October, you know, November, like, you know, and and then what's kind of coming up. So what makes sense to plant them? So, you know, when you're you're looking at like um, Thanksgiving, you know what I mean? Like right now it'd be a good time to start like, okay so we're thinking like rosemary sage you know like all of those kind of plants for spices for the turkey right you know what i mean so you're kind of thinking like that far out squash squash yep so and that's just kind of how it's done and then uh you know so you have seed spacing and and all this stuff and then that you kind of have to like take into consideration and what grows in zone 9b yeah what grows out (laughs) here you know (laughs) now when i'm at the grocery store there's um there's obviously aisles that say like organic yeah um is that really organic like or is um, there it's exposing. it's wishy-washy because like it's I, I don't some companies like jacob's farm is legit organic yeah and then there's other companies like that are trying to get into the organic industry like so desperately that 
the standards of organic um, are kind of getting lowered just mm. so that they can be considered organic. Yeah, who controls that? I, I, don't, I don't. The USDA. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to go. You know what? It's like so when when it's not. I want to say it's a USDA or anything like yeah. that. I I think it's the because there's way, ways you can cheat the the system. Yeah, you know, just with anything. Jeez, really? So when I, I worked for um, Jacobs Farm Del Cabo, and it was an amazing company to work for. Um, those guys were awesome, man. Larry and Sandy were the founders, and they they're kind of the pioneers of organic farming. They kind wow. of were responsible in a way for what it is today. You know what I mean? Like, That's awesome. you like, got to work with them. Yeah, dude, That's and they're they're dope. they're amazing, man. So they have twelve hundred farms out in Baja, uh, and it was just crazy. So Jeez. I got yeah. Well, yeah. it was. It's not like they own them. They work a, with those farms. It's a collab. Oh, okay. yeah, it's a collab. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's still so big project. Yeah, man. And they're but they're just, managing everything, right? They're, they help the distribution. Them with, they distribution. help them with like basically. It, it's it's all like one company, you know. Yeah. So oh, okay. everyone kind of works together. An umbrella. and it's like an umbrella, and and then they, you know, because they, they got their, their tomatoes that they're growing, uh, and they, like all kinds of stuff, you know. So they're trying to, um, you know, so they all kind of work together, and then the different zones out there is different times of the years where it just grows, um, you know, and and uh, uh, but yeah, so I got a, a chance to go out there last year in june and it was just dude it was like amazing to go see like we're out in ensenada and then uh it's uh, yeah, yeah dude it was Damn. like it was crazy to see and then you took a trip to ensenada yeah and um you were were you hanging out with larry and sandy no i was i was i was with uh it was my my boss at the time aaron and he was he's amazing amazing guy man he showed me a lot like because I, I was doing marketing and stuff with jacobs farm del cabo so uh-huh. i did um a lot of their marketing and and i learned so much and it was kind of cool because just this awesome guy um you know i had no experience in it i don't know have a college degree or whatever and and he was like dude i see something in this kid like like take a shot at him so he gave me a job like full salary and it was my first ever kind of big kind of job like that and then you know it was like the first business trip is we're going to mexico and like dude it was it was it was rad man you know i'm traveling i I gotta do photography and videography and stuff and so it's just kind of um taking photos of all the farms and the people and you know so it's kind of like a like a little photo journalism trip for me yeah um so it was super cool uh, to just kind of see how those farms operated, man. Because I, I mean, we're we're going, we're taking like this dirt road that's like 10, 15 miles, just dirt road, bro, in the middle of, and then all of a sudden, boom, 150, 200 acre farm. Like, what the? You know, like this shit is really growing out here, you know. Yeah. So, so that was uh, like your way of studying the that like field. The that was a schooling, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you know, camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in a lot of ways, and I mean. Because we had been wanting to, like, do our own farm. But that, I think, going out to Mexico, like, that that trip, like, kind of gave me the confidence that it go. will actually work. It solidified your decision it, to it, make it. Yeah, I was yeah, like, holy man. shit, dude. Like, this is this is high desert kind of shit. This is low desert. Like, dude, yeah. they're growing. Were you already living down here? No, we were, I, I was still. You were still up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what was his name again? Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Was yeah. he like your mentor he did he take you under his wing and, yeah, yeah 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 he definitely did yeah he definitely did when when i was working at jacob's farm he, you know like it was it was cool man he gave me a lot of opportunities and it was just kind of like hey you know here you go and then he was teaching me a lot about the business side 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? To see like a like a big company like that and how 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 it operated and I was like, dude, I'd look at it like, oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so like, did you it. learn uh, but, distribution yeah. production? I you know I I I learned about just kind of how everything just needs to like flow together you know mm-hmm. what I mean I did a lot of um, I, I kind of like managed the, the new product development team for a little bit mm-hmm. and so I was able to and, and I just you know just kind of got thrown in it and it was just like hey sink or swim bro you know what I mean like we got, we got like these huge projects that you know need to get done so I was able to kind of you know, I'd, I'd go up to him and I was like, oh, okay, I gotta, like make sure I have my, my shit correct before I come up to him and, you know, and like make sure try to figure out everything that I can before I start asking questions, you know? Yeah. And, this uh, was your, this was your way of learning, but yeah. to somebody that's trying to start, what would you, like, what kind of advice would you give them to like uh, ease their way into it? Get that foot in the door. Um, go work for somebody. Or, yeah. I would say, yeah, definitely go, go work for somebody. So you know we, I mean? we, we live in the Coachella Valley. So yeah, there's sure. ag- agriculture out here, yeah. you know, forever, for yeah. as far as you can see. Yeah, exactly, man. So, I mean, it's just, you know, go, go out to the farms, start talking to people. Um, like there's huge farms out here and it, uh, you know, you just gotta, you just gotta start doing it. Yeah. And even if you want to start in your backyard, you need to understand like how plants work, when they grow, when they don't grow. Like there's, there's a lot. I'm learning every day, man. I'm yeah. not a genius by this by any means, but I'm willing to do the work. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just about willing to, to work. And I mean, dude, I've, I've seen urban farmers that are, they're doing it in their backyards and making a profit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh If it's 10, 20, $30,000 a year, they're making like, like you can make that in your backyard, you know? You okay there? <laughs> I got a question I'm going to ask, but uh, we wanted to get into, uh, you know, future endeavors as well. So oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I, th- I think for, for us, um, we, what I want to do um, and what Garden wants to do too is kind of start like a, a training farm for vets like, like I had. You know what I mean? Because there's, there's not that much out there, like especially here in the Coachella Valley oh, or yeah. like here in Southern California. There, there is a couple. There's one in San Diego, I believe. Um, That's it's awesome. Archie's Acres. And they'll, they'll certify you and like you'll get... Um, uh, you know, and, and from what I hear, I haven't been over there, but I hear that they have an amazing program, you know, so it's kind of cool that where we're at in like this day and age, just like all these, all these grassroots farmers kind of coming up, you know what yeah. I mean? Like we're, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it more and more throughout the country and it's oh. pretty awesome, you know, to see the small yeah, food yeah. movement. Yeah. Plus the link to, um, we got the, the base up here. Yeah. So you are you're going to have endless amount of right. veterans and yeah. even just uh, people that want to come out. And yeah, exactly, man. And it's if they want to do a full-on program or if they want to just come hang out and talk and have a beer. Like, yeah. you know How does I mean? that program work? Uh, it's it's going to be like an internship, basically, is the way I have nice. it in mind. So it's like they come out and it'll be a paid internship so we can pay these guys to come work on the farm and then um, essentially what they'll do is, you know create a business plan or something like that um there'll be like a criteria and everything else we're still still working through it and still trying to figure out exactly how we're going to do it but we're hoping to, to kind of get it off the ground next year so 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 next year is your yeah 
right, cool. That's cool. awesome. And uh, yeah. why don't you uh, plug where, like, your social media? Where can people find you, the listener? Where can they find you guys? Yes, we're we're on Instagram at somewhere in the desert underscore farm. You know, cool. if you guys want to come check us out, that'd be cool. Show some love, see what's yeah. going on. Yeah, follow the guys. Yeah. Is there any emails that people could get in contact with you? Uh, yeah, we got. Um, what's yours? No, we'll just say our company is somewhere in the desert dot com, right? Oh yeah, we got our, our website. Yeah. And then, Gmail. Yeah, and then my my email is Eric at uh, somewhere in the desert dot com. So. How about that fly gear? When Ooh, when are you gonna that merch? Yeah, about yeah. some merch. I'm trying to rock that. <laughs> yeah, dude, we got t shirts for sale. If you guys want to go out, um, all of the money that goes that that we sell from the t shirts is going straight back into the farm. So yeah. that that helps with seeds, with irrigation. Um, you know, compost, all kinds of stuff, man. Yeah, it's, man. Let us know when uh, you got a new uh, batch of merch so that we can plug it and yes, push yeah. it and, and ha- help with whatever way we can yep. to, to spread the word, man. Yeah, yes, definitely, sir. man. We're working on, you know, getting some soon. So okay. working on some designs and, you know, got to check out the homie uh, Glenn at one yeah, screen uh, printing. If cool. you guys want some shirts made, because he, he did ours. So he, he did an awesome job, man. We're super stoked on that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So a question I like to ask all our guests on Selected Series is, yeah, so uh, picture you you guys uh, individually, picture yourselves uh, running into an 18-year-old version of yourself, and Gardner, we'll start with you. What, what kind of advice would you have for her? Um, don't be too hard on yourself, and um, yeah, just be more kind to yourself, I guess. Okay. That's very good advice. Yeah, this is very great advice. Yeah. Don't, don't smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> Great advice. I think that story is for another day. But yeah. Yeah. Don't smoke crack. It's good. Put that in the blooper reel. <laughs> well, cool. No, um, appreciate your guys' letting us you know come step into your home and um the vibe was just great like just from just from pulling in you know what i mean like yeah. from the beginning like you get this vibe of just like openness yeah. um and just you know it's it's great and i appreciate you guys uh letting us into your home yeah thank you guys man <laughs> for yes. thinking about us or wanting to interview yeah. us yeah, yeah. no yeah, oh, yeah for sure, for sure. The, the, the first time i spoke to you guys i i was super nervous to like hit you guys up and now that i you know, we did just like uh, organically yeah, came together, you know, organic. No, pun intended. <laughs> no. no, yeah. But, um, yeah, I just want to say like to the listener out there, go ahead and check them out. Give them a follow. Um, their story is, you know, uh, inspiring, uh, to us and, um, can't wait for you guys to check it out. Um, and on that end, just go ahead and wrap up. All right, I just want to thank Eric and Garden once again. This is Selected Series, Episode 7. Listeners out there, thanks for tuning in. Peace. Peace.